0: I just have a question for you in general. Yes. How do you buy your shoes? What method do you use to buy your shoes? Do you do it online? Do you go into a store? What do you do?
1: I I am not a big shoe guy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But, and I also cannot justify spending a large amount on shoes yes we are the same sometimes i tell myself you know because some of the guys here that i work with you know they have like these nice you know hundreds of dollars pairs of shoes and they're like well yeah they never wear out and i just get them resold and you polish them up and i'm like i don't i don't want to spend that much time taking care of shoes and i don't want to spend that much money on shoes right and so one day, maybe I'll get a nice like three hundred dollar Italian leather shoe. But anyway, have mm-hmm. not happened on me. So my practice now is I do a Kohl's run maybe once every quarter or six months, and okay. in that so she run, changing time, <laughs> right? Pick up a pair of shoes, or I will. Um, I go to DSW, uh, shoe store. Mm-hmm. There's one uh, near my place of work. And I get $15 coupons periodically. And so I will go there and, and use a coupon. And many times, I go to the clearance rack because I don't care. Okay. Well,
0: that's good to know. I'm in a place what? where I need to go buy shoes. Every shoe that I own has a <laughs> hole in it. Like literally, <laughs> that's what, that's the like point I get to. Of, I'm out of sho- like shoes that don't have... Holes in them at the moment. See
1: the 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 point. And I just kept cycling through them, but then I kept wearing out more. (laughs) The point I get to is, I come home from a day and I'm like, "Why do my feet hurt so bad?" And then I think, "Wait a minute, I've been wearing the same pairs of shoes for two years, and there's probably no (laughs) padding or sole left, and so I should get a new pair." So that's typically how I do it, but. You know, because my thing is, I want to be able to return them easily if they are Mm -hmm. uncomfortable.
0: But you don't want to be in a shoe store, because I believe that a shoe store is one of the worst uh, retail experiences
1: ever. After mattresses and cars. (laughs) It's like, it's a terrible experience. Right. Uh, Yeah, and again, like, that's why... A lot, I've gotten more pairs of shoes from Kohl's than anywhere else because I'm in there for other things. It doesn't feel like a shoe store, you know, and they got a good enough selection. Whatever.
0: They got kind of what you need. Okay.
1: Now, a Payless, I would get nauseous walking into a Payless.
0: Well, that's the smell of the leather and the glue <laughs> that they pump just through like, the system.
1: Just just the, the whole feel of that store, and they got BOGO stickers everywhere. Like, I just, I can't handle it yeah so. you might have two rights in the box i'm just
0: <laughs> i'm just i want to be done with that experience and I'm thinking about making the move to online shoe shopping but yeah. like you said, the whole returning process like I also don't want to so, get a shoe and be like oh, i gotta
1: i gotta send this back so the so the the life hack and what I think I did once is I bought the shoes from the d s w app. Mm-hmm. Which is actually a de- decent app, but if I needed to return them, I could go to the physical store, and so I felt like that was a good trial run. Okay, for ordering it online, but I still got the return—you know—escape if I need it. Right. So you could try that.
0: That's good to know.
1: I just shoes are expensive, Stephen. Did you know this? <laughs> I, I hate I hate paying. So I'll be honest, I've never paid more than ninety dollars for a pair of shoes. Never. Right. And typic typically I will spend like forty to sixty dollars. I try
0: dollars. yeah, I try not to spend more than fifty dollars. But apparently yeah. all you can get these days for less than fifty dollars is like <laughs> It's like sandals. You like well, even mugs. sandals these days you get them yeah, it's Birkenstocks it's or whatever they are.
1: Well cool. and like so I looked into uh I wanted to get a nicer pair of sneakers. No, I don't, do you say sneakers or tennis shoes? I think I say tennis shoes. I guess yeah, that's the but canonical. But I, I
0: understand the word sneakers if you yeah. say it. I know what so you're I talking about. Sneakers.
1: I, I wore a pair of sneakers to work one time, and everybody said I was wearing dad shoes because I, apparently they were not stylish.
0: Wait, quick, quick question. Were they New Balance or Skechers? No. Oh, then you're fine. Were they all black or all white? Did they have, were they all black or all white?
1: They were all black, yeah. Well, there was there were some white accents. Okay, but but here's the thing. So you just said is the Skechers or New Balance, and these these same people telling me I'm wearing dad shoes are saying you know you can get a nice pair of Skechers, well or something like that. The,
0: I I do not I do not want to uh, denigrate the brands. Those both offer options that don't look like dad shoes. Yeah. Sorry, those uh, are so, just so
1: the, anyway. So I yeah so I, so I asked sorry, the uh, the. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, they're not going to sponsor us. Brought to you by uh, sketchers. <laughs> so I pulled the people that told me I had dad shoes, and I asked, uh, "Well, what what should I get?" And they gave me some uh, some names of things. Mm-hmm. And I look up these shoes, and they're like hundred dollars. And I'm like, "You've heard to spend of Allbirds th- before?" No, but what? It's probably like two hundred dollars shoe, right? No, I think it's about a hundred though. Even so, even so, like, I don't want to spend triple digits on a shoe. And I don't know. Maybe it's because I've never experienced the amazing joy of wearing uh, $300 shoes. But, yeah. Right. And, I
0: like, right now, I need about three pairs of shoes. Like, oh. I need a tennis shoe. I need a basketball <laughs> shoe. And I need, like, a nice-looking shoe for for, <laughs> for lounging and be, to wear with jeans. And it's like, I don't have $300, and I'm willing to part with three hundred dollars. You, you can spend upwards of a thousand if you get the three pairs of nice shoes well that's true i just uh texted you um I'm looking at an, it right an now. address yes. and i realized i just put in the name of the brand plus.com and i had the immediate fear of i have no idea if that's a real site <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where that's going to take him now these are they're it nice is. looking shoes yeah they got the ones that look they're kind of like wool they seem Supportive on the bottom and soft and cushy on the outside. Yeah, I mean, this looks like the
1: modern shoes, Major that, General. <laughs> right. I like that. Uh, that tuke sage. Mm-hmm. It's, um, that color mm-hmm. right there. That's nice. That's nice. It's real nice. I also like the. I, I just the gray. I can't. Pon-
0: I can, I'm having a difficult. I'm having difficulty ponying up the cash for nice shoes because I have always lived my life. With,
1: <laughs> with cheap shoes. Sorry, I scrolled down on that page. <laughs> there's an image of a, I guess a sheep. <laughs> Do you see that image? Yeah, cuddling up to the to the shoe. No, 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 what no. Go. There's the, the picture of the sheep, and it says what the wool underneath. Do you not ah! see
0: this? Is this a piece of cotton, uh, hugging a, a or, like, cartoon <laughs> with a tree?
1: You see, you see what I'm looking at, right? Hold on, let me, because I clicked into the, the, <laughs> I don't know if you see what I'm saying. Hold on. No, I, I'm,
0: you're not sharing a screen with me, so obviously I am not. No,
1: no, I know, but I I clicked the, uh, the, where in the, wild? button on the homepage. I'm t- I texted you a picture, it's coming, you should have it. <laughs> oh, sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you see that thing, yep. right?
0: He looks great. Dude, he looks great. <laughs> um, do you do you believe in wearing shoes without socks, or no. are you no? See, people are doing it, Stephen, but we no. aren't because I my like feet that. sweat and I don't. It's no. sort of like wearing jeans without underwear.
1: Oh my goodness! <laughs> First of all, cutting the podcast right there after that in line, but think no, about I it. Don't, I don't believe in wearing or not in not wearing socks. Now I, I have tried like the super, super low profile no show socks where like they don't even have mm-hmm. sides. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just it's like like a ballerina lip. slipper but in sock <laughs> yeah, form. It, it like grabs your heel and then you know goes around the front. Right. And, and halfway those, through
0: the day it, it lets go of the heel and hangs <laughs> out in the arch.
1: <laughs> it does. And it curls up and it's super uncomfortable and I'm like, you know what? You got a sweaty heel just out you know, in the world. You say I'm dad shoes, that's fine. I'm actually a dad and I have three kids. You know, so I'm gonna wear the socks I wanna wear. I'm Steven, gonna wear ankle know, socks and they're fine.
0: Steven, I know the people you work with and I know that they're big into the into sock game, into having yeah. Real snazzy yeah. socks. Have you joined that crew, or no. you?
1: Wear, no, I see. I see. Wearing what the long look. whites with the with the gray <laughs> no, heel patch No, I mean I'm wearing I'm wearing some boots here, and I got some dark colored socks. But no, I'm not. I'm not going to buy a bunch of argyle patterns. Like you don't have
0: like, socks with avocados on them, is what you're telling me, <laughs> or no, like ice no. cream cones.
1: No, no. I don't, they don't have candy canes. They don't have shapes they're not I don't even have any colored socks I got brown and I got black that's it wait you don't I even
0: got. have like a, a a classy horizontal stripe I got two with stripes I got two with stripes those but are like $20 socks too speaking of it's those people that are buying the yeah. shoes you know who you are if you're listening to this you know who you are he doesn't listen <laughs> oh yeah you're right you're right. But, uh, someday
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah no I can't I can't do that fancy sock and shoe game I just I don't have it in me
0: um uh, well I'm I'm going to just wait until uh Christmas. And yeah, but uh, no, if I anyone wants it uh Steven if you want to get me a Christmas gift, I'll take some <laughs> socks with Raptors on them. Or you <laughs> can buy me a $100 shoe. Honestly, I think you should get these allbirds. I here's Those what runners. I want. I want the I want I don't know if you call them allbirds or albirds to be honest, but what I want is the wool runner. The gray men's yeah. wool runner, $95. Yeah. It's like sweatpants material on the top with what appears to be a nice white
1: sole. Yeah, that's you said the gray? Yeah. The natural, natural gray, gray
0: light gray sole.
1: Yeah. That looks that looks really nice. It
0: Looks like a nice shoe. That's what I want. Do you, you but know? do you think that shoe's worth
1: $95? Probably. Okay. It looks pretty comfortable. And okay. they uh,
0: listen, uh, a couple pay
1: on the website? Are you doing it?
0: Yeah, I mean, like wh- wh- when my wife says, "Like, why did you do this?" I'll say, "Well, Stephen said you could blame me. That's totally fine Do it. Yeah, and and if I pay with <laughs> PayPal, that's not real money. They just well, take that you out can, of you someone can do Apple else's. Pay. Hey, uh, Stephen, what's they, your they just uh, <laughs>
1: Steven, What's your email address and your PayPal password? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right after the show. <laughs> uh, you can get a, you can pay via Apple Pay, and that just charges Apple. That doesn't, you know, it doesn't even take away. Oh, of your Apple,
0: because Apple wants me to be happy. Because the more money <laughs> I have in my pocket, the more I'll buy Apple TVs.
1: <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly right. And and right. old uh, Sonic games. These look like nice shoes, man. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, um, can I machine can I, washable?
0: Do you see that? Yeah, I know. You can throw them right in. One more thing, I am flying. On the way back from Italy, I mean by Italy, I mean the Netherlands, same place. Flying back from the Netherlands. Oh, uh, You just offended
1: fly- half Europe.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, anyway. our European listeners. Um, Go ahead. You're flying. Please. I'm flying back on Wow Air. <laughs> take Just take a gander. Just type that into your address because when I booked it, I thought of you. And I thought, <laughs> I wonder if Steven would love – for a company with the clout of a spirit or an allegiant would fly across the ocean <laughs> and how you'd feel about no legroom, no in seat TV and not a great customer service representatives and potentially old planes flying over the chilly Atlantic <laughs> how did you find this airline <laughs> it just came up I'm um, well, fine. To be honest, the guy <laughs> on the street was walking
1: around and he
0: was holding <laughs> up tickets, and he said, he was, "I got one. I face. got one for Netherlands. One for Netherlands." And I said, "Sure." Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, so it appears as though this is a Airbus A321, which is a smaller plane.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to tell um, me this is a Soviet plane retired in 1985. <laughs>
1: Uh, carry-on bags by the Icelandic is it our k- carry-on bags restricted yes yes that is correct i would not fly this plane no um not, not for safety not for safety reasons i think you'll be fine you'll well be totally I, fine. the reason
0: why i'm telling you this now and while why it's being recorded is for posterity and mm-hmm. in case I get lost over the Atlantic. You can track the flight.
1: <laughs> Have like a lost situation. Yeah, I, I mean, come for me. Now these prices, these prices on the Wow uh, Airlines, <laughs> pretty, pretty tempting. Have they got a Chicago. Aren't they? They got a Chicago to Iceland for two hundred bucks one way. Oh, that's just think about it. Think,
0: okay, just go with me for a second. Here are <laughs> yeah. your options. You can uh-huh. buy two. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You can buy two nice Italian leather shoes for $300 a piece. That's one option. (laughs) And you look great, and you have to polish your shoes every morning, apparently. (laughs) Option number two, you fly to and from, or to and back from Iceland. You go see the ice caps where the League of Shadows and Liam Neeson fights Christian Bale, and you... Travel around Reykjavik. What is your choice? Oh, by the way, you're in crummy shoes in that option because <laughs> you didn't buy the Italian leather. But I'm
1: but I'm I'm flying the purple airline. Yes, I would do it. I would do Iceland. I would. Tell. I don't care about the. I don't care about the shoes. So
0: whenever you go to buy a shoe, just think: what percentage of the way to Reykjavik could I get with this money? Mm. And if it's more than if you could get more than half of the way there, which is meaning more than a hundred dollars, rethink it. You Cause know, you uh, might
1: you might be better off flying to Iceland. And now, so the movie we watched today, you you keep mentioning, and I feel like this is an important movie for you. So, like, what what is it about this movie that like, keeps bringing it up in your mind? This movie
0: was released in two thousand five. I saw it recently, even before this week. Um, and this movie, I acknowledge that it's not great, but I love almost literally every second of this movie. <laughs> this <laughs> is an, an is unreasonable it? liking of this movie, and yep. I wanted to share it with you.
1: Yes. And what movie is that, Nate?
0: The movie is a 2005 action-packed flick Sahara starring Matthew McConaughey Penelope Cruz and the other guy
1: yeah well I don't know the other guy but I know William H. Macy is also in this oh movie. well yes
0: William H. Macy and Dwight Schrute
1: right uh William H. Macy also in Jurassic Park 3 which that also was a terrible movie but we'll talk about that another time yes
0: exactly we're, we're getting to that one I for for the listeners we have heard you and we plan to do it, but I yes. am going to move through the Jurassic Park movies with my wife, and we have to see the first two before getting to number three.
1: Right, correct. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't get a chance to rewatch it recently, mm-hmm. but I had, I had seen it several times. Uh, first of all, Matthew McConaughey. I don't know if I've seen a movie of his that I really don't like. You know, I feel like he always does a a reasonable job. Yep. The the Lincoln car commercials notwithstanding, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) where where he's just, like, rubbing his fingers together as he drives along a highway. Right. Uh, But, you know, Matthew McConaughey is a good dude. And uh, movies, like, with this premise, namely uh, a treasure hunt and, like, an overzealous, adventurous main character, uh, I'm down with it. And even some uh, (laughs) revisionist history, like... uh, a civil war ironclad uh, ship. I'm down. Making with all
0: it. it across the ocean.
1: No, that's that's real, Stephen. I don't. know When you say revisionist history, they found it in Molly. <laughs> uh, yeah, some yeah Molly or something. Uh, from what I do remember is, I remember it having one of the longest opening credit scenes where it does like a single camera pan around a room. Uh, this is going to begin what I think will be the theme of this
0: episode of me saying. I love that shot.
1: Well <laughs> spinning again,
0: around like the the, yeah, the stuff yeah. the, the the models and the maps and the things all while listing every single actor in this movie.
1: Right. And honestly, I mean I didn't I don't hate it. Like it was interesting and you see all the pictures that kind of set up a little bit of backstory mm-hmm. on each character without you having to dialogue everything out, you know, with some exposition. So I was down with that. I didn't hate it. Did you know that this movie is was a book
0: first? No, I had no idea. The, this movie, a book by Clive Kessler, I apparently he's very well known. I did not know about him at all, but he d- he wrote the book Raise the Titanic in 1980 and does a lot of maritime adventures.
1: Mm, that's a good word. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't either, but I learned something new when I, while I was researching this movie.
1: Hmm. Um, but yeah, I like. Uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, you're gonna you may have to uh, to lead the charge on this one. But I mean, I remember the action being great. You know, the first scene when uh, Matthew McConaughey rescues uh, Penelope Cruz mm-hmm. uh, on the beach. That's a you know cool scene. You know, camera angle where <laughs> where she's like slowly closing her eyes and you just see Matthew McConaughey uh, shirtless uh, first coming split, up second. on the you beach know? with like a giant knife. Yeah, Matthew yeah, McConaughey yeah,
0: yeah. in this movie is the best and he is the man i aspire <laughs> to be
1: <laughs> yes he is chivalrous and and fighting worthy and makes me stuff. want to do some setups and crunches <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he's a he's pretty in shape <clears throat> but uh i'll lead what the you, charge what you, i'll lead the charge yeah, on this it. Go i got this it.
0: um what a, what a spectacular movie <laughs> You, got crazy. What you a, just, just sing its a praises sick. for an entire episode. Okay, okay. Um, so this movie um, delves in on an ironclad Civil War ship, making it across uh, the Atlantic Ocean to Africa, going into a river, and uh, it, it contains a bunch of Confederate gold pieces, I believe. Uh, right. So that's the treasure that they're hunting after. Um, but amidst this... Uh, they discover when they team up with the WHO doctor Penelope Cruz that there's a bunch of uh, pollution going into the river, which starts as just a pollution tale and ends up being like if this pollution gets to the ocean, it's like the end of our world. You got an end of the world movie. They raise the stakes so quickly in this movie from like, <laughs> yeah, we you know, they've been dumping waste into the river to like, all of the ocean animals will die and we will all be dead in the course of like two years.
1: Which a uh, side note in real life, have you ever heard of like the Pacific garbage patch? No. So there's a natural phenomenon where like the currents in the Pacific ocean like swirl in a certain way that a lot of garbage that gets dumped into the ocean, like gathers mm-hmm. in one area in the Pacific ocean and there's images of, like, just these large patches of trash that are collected just in, like, big, big like, things, like, big patches uh, in the Pacific Ocean. And, um, yeah. I, I never that. knew this. And, it, and apparently there's, like, a really, really big one. I don't know if you can see it or if it's, like, underwater or something. But, yeah, it, like, gathers it in this one place. And, like, yeah. Sci- you know, scientists, they're, like... You know this is a problem, so I, I found that uh, interesting. <laughs> no, that's but anyway. That's uh, yeah, we're all we're all smarter now. Anyway, yeah, Google Google uh, Pacific Garbage Patch when you get a chance. It's, uh, okay. it's pretty interesting.
0: So anyway, okay. I continue continue. Basically, that um, Godzilla movie we did last week, Pacific Garbage mm. Patch might have been what they called it. <laughs>
1: My word, sorry. No, it's French Polynesia. Well, yeah, I guess that yeah the yeah. Pacific, yeah, which you know, specific. if it felt like Godzilla took a really uh, roundabout way to. <laughs> to land somewhere, you know, swam through Panama. No, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's... Last episode. That was last episode. Uh, we'll yeah, we're, on to
0: a new, we're on to a new one now. This is uh, a delight and a treat. Um, okay. Let me just uh, tell you a few of the... Okay, I will try to be objective here. There are okay. some crazy things in this movie that stretch plausibility so thin, uh, which involves... <laughs> the do you remember the way they find this ironclad ship in africa they use they f- stumble upon a cave drawing that shows a tower like a, a random fortress in the desert they're able to come upon right. this random fortress and then in a, you know with a bunch of sand all the way around it and they happen to using like grenades that they throw out of the back of a car. They accidentally <laughs> expose yeah, the ship that's yeah. been buried in the sand for hundreds of years. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, they also put together a crashed airplane into a, a type of s- sand-skimming <laughs> two-wheel device that they kind of ride like a sailboat through the desert. Yeah, I remember that. I love all of this, but yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: That's all a Impla- little bit, implausible, a bit crazy. Um, I don't really care too much about the plot of this movie. There's a bad French guy who is polluting the water supply, but I care not about him.
1: Right, I do. So I do remember the action sequences, like there's a boat chase mm-hmm. scene. I remember all that kind of stuff being pretty fun, fun to watch. Absolutely, That's good action.
0: They, um, they ride on camels to climb onto a uh, train, like ride on right. camels next to right. it. They actually like emerge from the. They hide in the sand next to their camels and emerge like zombies rising from the ground. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to get to yes. this. Um, the Matthew McConaughey fights uh, kind of a an assassin character on top of a giant tower with a bunch of mirrors reflecting up on him. That's from right. From the, uh, the yeah. light collection tower, which yep. was great. Yep. Um, Penelope Cruz yep. is is good in this movie. Uh, the the saddest moment in this movie is where her doctor friend from the WHO.
1: You're getting, you getting a call there. I'm getting a call. Hold, please.
0: Yes, please. It's from 813. It's a Tampa number. Are you calling mm-hmm.
1: me? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. No, I am not. <laughs> I don't call people.
0: Oh, I understand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to go? Nope. Just a rant. Uh, we'll see if they leave a message. Um, the saddest part of this movie is when Penelope Cruz's uh, WHO like partner and senior oh, doctor, yeah. uh, yes. she goes down to a well to check the water, and he like gets
1: killed by the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, that stinks. That's that's hard. That's a yeah, hard. Yeah, and, uh, and actually, again, like for, I'm not extremely deep movie. Like that actually is a, a good emotional moment. Like they really, yeah, they do that well. Right. Um, I remember that.
0: Do you remember any other yeah. things from this movie? I, sorry, I don't have I'm much try-
1: <laughs> other than like no. this movie is I'm great. Trying
0: I'm trying to be. Uh,
1: I feel like the uh, the his sidekick you know the first time we see him like penelope cruz awakes from being unconscious and he's like bent over with his like like a plumber uh Mm -hmm. pant look going Mm on i don't hate it and like i don't know i guess i from what i remember of his character like i'm down with it he's believable he's the comedic relief
0: he's the sidekick that makes matthew mcconaughey look even cooler but yeah, I mean, they, they surround Matthew McConaughey with this guy, Steve, Steve Zahn, Steve Zane, yeah, um, yeah. and Rain Wilson, Dwight Schrute. So when you put all three guys together, it only serves to accentuate how handsome Matthew McConaughey is next to these guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, whose uh, name is
0: Dirk in the movie, I believe. Dirk,
1: right, which is a perfect name for that character. Right. So. Um, all
0: right. All right, now time for Romance Corner. Oh, yes. Matthew McConaughey and Penelope Cruz are love interests in the movie, and they end Correct. up uh, at some beach in like the Galapagos or something at the end. the uh, Just a little background. These actors... Uh, they started dating after they met on set. And they <laughs> ha- were in a relationship for a year after this movie. Oh, okay. So, my question was, believable uh, slash did you root for them to be together or did you not care at all?
1: I did. You know, it was kind of like that, um, that theme where the swashbuckling hero, you know, the lady is unimpressed by his... His antics Mm -hmm. and and charisma, and so she, you know, she's the intelligent. Like you know, listen, I don't, I don't need your muscles here. Um, And so I, and I like that kind of you know romance story. But you know, through the course of events, we see that Matthew McConaughey uh, actually cares about stuff. And um, yeah, I was rooting for them. I was down for that. I was too. I really like. I find that
0: it's it's a trope. It's a real. Yeah. Heavily done movie trope, but I I like it every time. It's kind of a I'm trying to think of other movies that use it. Princess Leia and Han Solo kind of has the like you're like the Christ. scoundrel and I am, you know, I am not yeah. impressed by it, which I think that's a uh a fun arc. Go ahead. All right, here we go. This is a game for you to play. It goes oh. a little something like this. Oh, boy. And I actually have the percentage. What percentage of Matthew McConaughey movies has he appeared shirtless? (laughs) So this is percent of all of Matthew McConaughey's movies. And what percent of them? I need you to – you could say 95, whatever, if you want. But I need you to think about this and give me – if you can get within five percentage points,
1: I'll give you a non-existent prize. Well, I – I'm I'm pretty sure in Interstellar he is never shirtless. So I don't think it's a hundred percent. I'm I'm going to say He's done a lot of movies. S- he's done a lot of movies. I'm gonna say sixty seven percent. It How is sixty four percent. Nailed it. I'm proud of that one. That's pretty good. Well done, sixty-four <laughs> percent. I mean, I figured like most rom-coms he's in, there's at least one scene, right? And he's done. He's done some rom-coms, you right. know. He has so How to lose and guy in ten days, right? And and you Wedding know, you got the, uh, <laughs> right? And you know, action movies again, most likely. And so, yeah. Okay. Well, man, I feel good about that. Did yeah. You do yeah. Was that? Did you have a number in your head before you saw the actual one?
0: No, I didn't even know that was a percentage that someone had figured out.
1: I want to know, what percentage of Lincoln car commercials is he just rubbing his fingers together? <laughs> that's and, uh, that's 80% of the time, every time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know, I, I feel like I saw Jim Carrey in a, yeah, a car spoof. commercial recently. That's right. It was the spoof. Yeah, he, he was did the spoof of, of the Matthew, of Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey ones. Yes, which he says is he's hilarious. rolling this little booger around.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> which uh, yeah, love Ray Jim Carrey like that was
0: pretty funny. That right. Pretty funny. All right. So I have a couple other things. Just a couple press notes from when this movie was released. Roger yes. Ebert, who we spoke of in the last episode, yes. Um, Here is what he said about this movie. <laughs> I enjoyed this movie on its own dumb level. Which yeah, must okay. mean in my own dumb way. I couldn't put that any better. I enjoyed
1: this movie in my own dumb way.
0: Yeah. That's how I yeah. feel about it.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I'm down with that. You know, uh, if you ever want some uh, good reading material, maybe on your uh, plane ride coming up, mm-hmm. you should read, <laughs> you should read uh, his reviews of the Transformers movies. They are hilarious. Okay. Good to know. It's, I'm jotting it down. pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, uh, I'm i with Roger Ebert. It's pretty good. And I'm going to talk about one more scene in this movie
0: because I could talk really? about all of them. Uh, do you yeah, remember the it. scene where um, Dirk and whatever his buddy's name is are in the back of that truck and they're handcuffed to that metal bed? <laughs> yeah, Yeah.
1: And they <laughs> yeah, use I a do. coin to unscrew it? Yes. Yes, I do remember this.
0: How did they not realize that uh, these guys pushed themselves off the back of the truck? How does that driver not see and how did they survive they,
1: put, they push the they push the whole bed off right
0: right, like the whole like yeah metal liner of the whole bed comes off, which is convenient
1: yeah, I mean, maybe they're listening to some loud uh i don 't know middle Eastern music, who knows okay, no yeah, you know, but yeah they, I mean plot hole wise i 'm sure this movie has a number of them. Uh, but they yeah. drag that bed through the desert, and eventually,
0: I believe, right. ride it like a toboggan down a <laughs> down a hill. Down yeah. a hill. Yes. Yes. I don't remember how they become free from it. Anyway, all all yeah. parts of the adventure that like I could literally watch this movie right now. Like if this movie started right now, I'd be yeah. like, Stephen, uh, this has been great, but I'm about to go watch Sahara again.
1: Yeah. I mean, I. I think I would do that. I mean, you know, I think I'm also gauging, like, as we rate these movies, how tempted I am to do stuff on my phone while the movie plays in the background. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, watching Godzilla, I was probably on my phone 90% <laughs> of the time. Because it, it was, yeah. So that's how I knew <laughs> it was not objectively good in any way, shape, or form. Right. So, you yeah. You had things to anyway. do during it. Yeah. Um, all right. We well, got Wonderful. anything else? You ready to? You ready no, to rate this yeah. Thing? Let's
0: let's rate this thing.
1: Let's do it. So Confederate Gold on a scale Confederate Gold <laughs> exactly, gold exactly. Gold on a scale of zero zero to five <laughs> Confederate Gold coins. Uh, I guess I'll go first. I think I think you went first last time. So uh, <clears throat> from what I remember, uh, I will d- I will give this movie a three point five Confederate Gold coin rating. I feel like a four would be a little too gracious. But I would definitely say, if you're in the mood for an action movie, uh, Sahara is a good choice if you have not seen it already. Are you going to give it like a six out of five? What are you going to do?
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to give this movie four gold wow. coins, A solid well, okay. four. That's a lot. That's I a lot was tempted to do four and a half for this movie. Well, I mean. But I, I'm trying to be a little bit reasonable here. I think Rewatchability gave the is gave four and a half. Yeah. Wait, did I give the post four and a half? You gave it four
1: or four and a half, I thought. Did I? Well, maybe three and oh, a half. I no, don't know. I, don't I know. take
0: that back now. I don't know.
1: Well, anyway. Okay. Well, that's fine. Well, anyway,
0: I give this movie a four. Um, it is fantastic. I wish to be Dirk. And it actually, it is enjoyable enough that I thought to myself... <laughs> I think I'd be up for reading the book that the movie yeah. was based off of. Is it yeah, it probably makes the plot a little bit more comprehensible and smart, I'm
1: guessing, in book form. So for the top five here, you gave me one top five, and then you changed it up on me.
0: Right, because the the, the first
1: top five, it didn't have my
0: flair of originality and creativity. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. So I moved well, to the second one.
1: Did you not? Did you only do the first one that I gave you? No, no, no. I I actually did both. So so I have two. Fantastic. Uh, if, now we don't we don't have to do uh, both. Uh, maybe we could just. No, you know, here's what I want from you
0: because the first one for our listeners, the first one is top five Matthew McConaughey movies. Right. Here's what I want, if you would oblige. Sure. I'd love you to just. List five, four, three, two, one of Matthew McConaughey movies.
1: Yes, that that was exactly what I was thinking. And so uh, here we go. Top five Matthew McConaughey, starting with five, going to one. U571, submarine movie. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Sahara, Failure to Launch. (laughs) And then number one being Interstellar. Now, I didn't spend a whole lot of time ordering those, but when it comes to romantic comedies, I'll, I'll enjoy Matthew McConaughey romantic comedy. Right. And so those two, I remember enjoying very much. I put Sahara in there as three. I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. good and uh, Inter- Interstellar, I feel like, is both objectively and subjectively, to me, a really good movie. Probably my favorite Matthew McConaughey movie. Whether or not his performance is amazing or not, you know, people can have opinions about that. But I think as a whole, the movie uh, stands up. Did, well, did you have a top five, uh, Matthew McConaughey, or at least a, a top three that you could run through? Um, off top of my head, I believe
0: I would put How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days as number one. Um... Probably oh, really? inter- Interstellar yeah. number two and I would might I might do wedding planner number three. I think his No, I think I might do Sahara number three. Wedding planner yeah. number four, I would do yeah, heading down the list. Uh he had a very small role, but he was in Angels in the Outfield as well. Really? He was the guy who was he was the outfielder who was lifted up by the angel to catch the
1: Really fly ball. I believe. I had no idea. Wow. Yep. Yep. That was early on in his career. He didn't so. even have a line, did he?
0: Uh, he hmm. might have said a, a couple things. Hot dog. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hot dog. Angel <laughs> lifted me up. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you? But, but your, your real top five I thought was pretty interesting. I think it leaves a large room for uh, interpretation and enjoyment. So. Tell yes. us what top five did you choose for today?
0: The top five I chose for today are
1: treasure hunting movies, <laughs> movies where huh?
0: someone is pursuing a treasure.
1: Yes, and now you sent me an IMDb list of movies that fit this category, which I feel was very wide sweeping, but also uh, you know applicable. Like I right. thought they were they were yeah it made sense. Right. So. I think
0: I chose from that list. I I didn't. Want to spend the time basically to try to find if it wasn't a, an exhaustive list because it had it had the big ones on it that I could think of.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I was down with this, and so uh, well, you you go first uh, All right. this time I believe. I have no honorable mentions. <laughs>
0: yeah, neither do I. Neither. Okay, excellent. Okay, I'll get right into it. Number five: Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. Right. the very first Indiana Jones movie. Um, I graded these a lot based upon how important I thought the treasure was and the treasure hunt was. Mm. And although the Ark of the Covenant was kind of the main thing, it it wasn't necessarily the star of the show, but there were enough like clues leading to it. Uh, I love the scene of him using the staff to reveal – the light shining through the ruby down to the map to see where they right. should dig for it, and the snakes, which I feel like a good treasure hunt movie needs to have some traps and obstacles. Oh, yes, absolutely. To, to
1: get you to it. So that would be my number five. All right. Well, I rated it a little differently. Not so much on the whatever the treasure was, but just my enjoyment of the movies. Sure. Um, so my number 5 is the Nicolas Cage movie National Treasure mm. which some people knock on these and mm. you know the sequels the sequels you know you know I'm not going to I'm not, I'm not talking about the sequels right now okay. I'm just saying the You're first just talking the, original. the first one right okay The first one I feel like it was it felt really original like the idea of it mm-hmm. uh, and um I again like uh Brendan Fraser I have a soft spot for Nicolas Cage. You know, I, I like him in a lot of sure. movies. And so, uh, yeah, National Treasure is my number five. Okay. Your four.
0: My number four, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Mm-hmm. The
1: mm-hmm. the
0: the gold treasure they search for and every other Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, the second one's pretty good, too. The second one's honest. pretty good. The Davy Jones one. Um yes. But this is the gold standard this made pirates cool again um yes if i had to list top pirate movies this might be the number one on that
1: too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes well i will have that coming up my number four is indiana jones and the last crusade Mm. Uh, now i've not seen the indiana jones movies a lot and i didn't watch them a ton as a kid but i have seen them all and i think of the three uh, this was probably my favorite. Um, the whole chalice scene and the invisible bridge, like that whole last scene filmed in Petra found in the country of Jordan. Ooh. Um, yes. Uh, really uh, just really enjoy all that kind of stuff. So yeah, for last crusade. Okay. Fantastic. Um, I just want to say,
0: I love that movie and I've rated it high in other areas. I did not put that on my list. Um, mostly i was just giving it a little bit of a breather but it is great <laughs> i feel like yes, i had to yeah. choose a i didn't want to have multiple indiana jones on there that was just my personal preference so I right chose right of Lost yeah. Ark. yeah same here. Uh, all right number 3 for me is this movie sahara
1: mhm
0: <laughs> fits okay. fits nicely in there following clues uh stumbling upon the gold i was honestly excited when they found the boxes of gold treasure. Right. <laughs> right. And the greatest right. treasure of all, love. With Penelope Cruz. <laughs>
1: I'll just just leave that right there. <laughs> okay. Make that uh, the outro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. <clears throat> so for me, my number three is uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, The Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know if you have a chance to read that Johnny Depp article yet, Yes, uh,
0: I I read some of it, and then I wanted to see how he blew eight hundred eighty million dollars. So I was looking at the line item for what he spent. <laughs> spent his money on.
1: Yeah, it's uh pretty incredible. But but anyway, uh, I love that movie, and I really like the series, even the later ones, which get not good, admittedly not good. Like I could still enjoy watching them. I honestly um,
0: don't mind the Penelope Cruz on Stranger Tides one. With
1: Blackbeard
0: and the Fountain of Youth.
1: Are there four? Or are uh, there five? five?
0: No, six. Mm.
1: No. Six?
0: B- Curse on, six. the Black Pearl, uh, the one with Davy Jones, uh, Dead Man's and Chest, At World's, End, at World's uh, End, On Stranger Tides. Oh, maybe this last one was the fifth one.
1: So Dead Man, Dead Tale Man no Tell No, no, no Tales. That was the, that was the latest one. That was the fifth yeah. one. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And there is an upcoming one apparently which Johnny Depp needs to do in order to pay his loans. Oh, it's so sad. Uh, it really it really is sad. But um you know, yeah, I didn't again, at World's End, didn't mind it. I enjoyed watching that one. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, yeah. I like Johnny Depp as uh, Jack Black, or... uh, Yeah, as Jack Black. As Jack Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Now, Jack Black as Jack Sparrow might also be hilarious. Right. So, anyway. All right, so you're number two.
0: My number two is is the 1994 movie, Jungle Book. Oh. Now, I don't know if you've seen this movie, but this movie is fantastic. You mean the the animated one? No, the 1994 one is all live action. The animals don't speak. Oh, um, right. It has uh, the guy from Princess Bride is the bad guy, Gary or Carrie. I probably should have had this pulled up, but yeah, I did not. Right. Um, it is a treasure with uh, King Louis gold that's. Uh, protected by this giant snake. It is actually pretty grisly. Um, I'm not oh. sure if this is uh, made by Disney or not. Um, Jason Scott Lee is the main guy, and the the lady from Game of Thrones is the love interest in this movie. Um, but if you have what not year, seen what this year was movie, this? 1994, live action The Jungle Book. Oh, it has uh, huh. Sam Neill is not it, and so is John Cleese. Oh. And so is the what? Jekyll and Hyde guy, Jason Fleming. Jason Fleming. Oh my goodness! You okay? I recommend, like, please see this movie at some point in time. Um, it's a bit like I think potentially the nine-year-old would like it.
1: I feel like now that I see the like the Mowgli character, mm-hmm. it looks a little familiar, but no, I don't think I've seen it. A guy does drown in quicksand on scene
0: on camera and there is a scene yeah. that still haunts me to this day where there's a bunch of uh, traps and a room fills with sand I feel like potentially the ceiling familiar. comes down as well uh,
1: but yes I think that's, that's number what made two. me that made me afraid of a quicksand for my entire childhood that, this, this might be the reason you may have like repressed this whole movie now that, but mean, now that you're looking I mean, at it you're like wait a minute I've seen this yeah, it does look familiar and it is a Disney movie that's a uh, okay yeah I think I'm gonna check that out
0: that's interesting ooh he was the writer for The Mummy too the guy who directed this
1: movie oh interesting okay
0: that was my number two <clears throat>
1: The Jungle Book All right, so, so my number two which we mentioned Brendan Fraser recently several times but I'm putting The Mummy at number two uh, which we talked about before but it's an enjoyable movie it's funny it's pretty good and uh, yeah treasure stuff happens <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so number 2 the mummy fantastic your my number 1
0: is the yes. is national treasure the oh, first wow one.
1: okay i, I can think, see that
0: i i think you were kind of uh hedging your bets thinking that i might uh call you out for that movie being uh, pretty bad I thought I thought you might. I thought you might. But no. No, no. Nay, nay. <laughs> the second one is bad. The first one is preposterous. The whole thing is the whole chase is preposterous, but it is right. basically the most enjoyable scavenger hunt on screen I've ever seen. And it has right. the the it has the same formula as Sahara. Goofy sidekick that gives all the quips. Right. Um, right. lovely smart lady who is yes. like wants to do things by the book
1: but uh, falls yep. for the rogue. Wasn't she Helen in uh, Troy? Yes, same lady, right? Yeah, yes, that's right.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah National Treasure—the whole the whole secrets kind of built into random like it, Benjamin Franklin glasses. It it's yes, ridiculous, yeah. and I but I completely d- detach myself from reality and just enjoy following right. clues and exactly. exhuming <laughs> tombs.
1: Is that the one where they use like the lemon juice to like see the invisible yeah. writing on the thing? Yeah, I love it. They oh, the de- steal they st- the Declaration yeah, of <laughs> Independence. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's uh, that's perfect. I love I love all that. They, yeah, they
0: completely probably ruined the back of that of the Declaration of Independence.
1: Oh yeah, in that's, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That's that's good. That's, that's good my number know. one. So my number one. Went a little different direction here. But my number one is the Disney animated film, Aladdin. <laughs> now, I understand this is not exactly a treasure hunt movie. Mm-hmm. But it kind of is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how Aladdin gets involved. But when it comes to Disney animated movies, again, I think I've said this before, but Aladdin is probably number one for me. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, hand-animated movies, I probably had every song memorized and could sing it on demand when I was uh, in elementary school. <laughs> uh, I think even at one point I could recite the entire movie line by line. Uh, I basically watched it daily. And um, Welcome to yeah. Agrabah, city of mystery, and chat. <laughs> <laughs> Salaam and good evening to you. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I could, uh, and I mean, Robin Williams as the genie, uh, who could uh, who could deny that? Right. And I do remember uh, when the sequel came out, Return of Jafar. Robin Williams was not the voice of the genie, and it was nowhere near as good. Oh, as the original. He was. wasn't. No, he came back to be the voice of the genie in the third Aladdin movie, uh, which was about like Aladdin's dad, and he was like a thief and they go to the city that is on a turtle's back. I don't know if you remember yes, that. Yes, <laughs> they do yeah, like, the like,
0: open yeah. sesame thing for the treasure and there was yeah. like, the hand of midas I think was in there. Yes, the
1: hand of midas. It was uh, the third one it was not as good as the first. But Robin Williams returned for the voice, but that Return of Jafar, no Robin Williams uh, as Genie. So All yeah.
0: right. Well, I am I'm am, after this is done, I am about to go to YouTube and see if I can find a scene of the Genie talking in Return of Jafar because I never
1: I never knew. Yeah, you could you could definitely tell during the songs because, uh, you know, "Friend Like Me" from the original Aladdin is a classic, uh, just an amazing song, and uh, they give the genie a big song in the second movie, nowhere near <laughs> as good. Uh, yeah, just just not good. So anyway. Okay. Well,
0: I yeah, I looked at Aladdin. I thought about putting it in. But I had as you said, different criteria and I felt like the treasure hunt was I love the Cave of Wonders. I love the do not touch the forbidden treasure. Yes. Sort of thing.
1: And like the magic carpet, what an incredible character. Right. That has no dialogue or lines whatsoever. That's all just just, brilliant animation. Right, brilliant animation and like the fact that it had like a personality. You know that you could glean from it, and ah, oh, good, and a whole new world. The song on the, I mean, come on.
0: Why can't why couldn't we call this podcast the Ugly Mugs? <laughs> Listen, I'm da- We could change it. I'll change it right now.